welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Broads, good Broads, morning. Broads, good morning. It is a glorious day. Um, it's a great day for merch. It's a great day for merch because our merch is officially live. Let's see, let me look at what the website is. But if you don't want to, we're going to link the eps- the website in the episode show notes, or you can go on our link tray on the Chatty Broads Instagram. We've going to get we got swipe ups everywhere. You're going to see it. It's chattybroads.store. Yeah, I believe. Yes, yes chattybroads.store. Um, and you can check out what we've got. We love it. And so, so far, fun. you broads are saying that you love it. Very, very excited. Um, and just getting... We've got posters, too, by the way, we guys, which posters. we haven't been talking about. Yes. But we have some iconic images that you can buy to put up on your college... Fantastic images. I cannot wait. When you, brought, when you broads get your merch, please tag us. I cannot wait to see all of you looking oh so good in the merch or carrying your bag around, the poster on your wall, drinking out of your shot glass, mm-hmm. you know, all the things, all the things. I cannot wait. So please tag us in all of those. And already getting questions saying, what about bros merch? Listen, we had to come first. We got the broads merch first. Enjoy our merch. Yeah. The bros will come in time. And stay tuned. Don't don't worry about it. Okay. Trust and believe. We have it all. It is all figured out. It is all prepared. It is, you know, we've got, we've got, things are rolling out. So we got the merch out today. Yeah. And also, why would you guys care about the Chatty Bros merch, right? Do you like the bros? Do you you like the bros more than us? Do you like them more? Do we have to break up? Do you like do you like them? Buy our than me? merch, okay? <laughs> because you know we have a competition going with them because yeah. you know if they sell more merch than us. Or sell out quicker or whatever. Oh I'm my be lord. Oh yes, the sellout. Definitely. Get your merch now. There are limited qualities. Quantities, not qualities. No, not the quality is <laughs> not limited. limited. The quality is unlimited. <laughs> The quality is a hundred of a hundred. The uh, quantity, though, is limited. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So we got the merch. We love you all. Thank you so much for those who have already purchased it. Um, also, we have links to our live show that is coming. Oh my gosh, guys! This Thursday, actually, we are going to be um, we're going to be doing. <laughs> prepping for the live show doing some uh same castle competitions doing some fi- we're going to be filming our package intros for like my sorry my earrings keep clinking against this in I'm case you're in, like, like are you cheersing my queen <laughs> um but yeah we're going to be doing our own paradise intros that you're going to be able to see on the live show and uh-huh. on the live show only yes i'm very excited um it's going to be a blast. And this is the night before or the evening before the premiere of Paradise. And it yes. is just going to be yes. wonderful. 5 p.m. Uh, West Coast time, 8 p.m. East Coast time. Join us. We are so excited. So, so much, so much stuff. Also found out oh, that the finale is going to be August 9th. So I will not be in Puerto Vallarta. I will be here with the finale. But you know what that means, broads? That means next week, Mama's the captain of this ship. <laughs> Beck is taking over next week. It is going to should be... Should I literally wear a captain hat I on think 1,000% you should wear a captain hat and you should go wild. Should I you get... You should go 
I'm going to try not to get this canceled next week. I'm going to try my hardest. Um, I will be. Do you know what I'm excited for? (laughs) Becca is going to be the Becca Becca is the captain of the ship. She will be having a guest host. She will also be doing (laughs) the the Thursday episode. I have no idea what these things are going to be about. I will be in Puerto Vallarta. I will have like my phone off. So I will not know what is happening. And I'm very excited to get to the airport coming back (laughs) to the United States. (laughs) Are you really not? have internet um i will have internet but my plan is to like remain as off love uh, I, I i haven't not like taken time off of social media for more than like a day and i'm really planning on just delete that shit off your phone deleting it and just being like <laughs> i'm with the family and it is time i also found out i'm going to be with my dad's side of the family um uh also found out that my um, one of my best girlfriends is coming because half of my dad's side of the family cannot Bailed. come <gasps> because of like graduation and things like that. So fun. And so I was like, Evan can't come. Is Ember coming? Ember is not coming. Ooh, baby. It is. And so it's going to be like a couple of us and then one of my dearest old friends. And um, so it's going to get kind of weird so mama is staying off the internet because lord knows what's gonna be going down oh you're gonna have so much fun i'm very excited oh that's great So i appreciate you captaining the ship next week i'm ready ahoy ladies (laughs) (laughs) time to set sail if you guys have any ideas actually also for the thursday episode um please please (laughs) drop them in the comments the wilder the better i just i got to coming back on like saturday or sunday or whatever and i see the youtube and we're playing russian roulette what's going on there's like a full circus tent set up upside down the ceiling like like, brought in exotic animals i'm just like how did you ship these in it's just like all these illegal like activities and i'm just like oh my god we're setting off fireworks in the studio just like a 14 year old boy the green the the fake green grass in the background is just fully on fire i'm spraying becca was here just like let it burn (laughs) i have greg on the podcast oh my god can you imagine the cut too i'd love that oh my god which by the way we thought that Greg was going to be the one who was her devastating heartbreak. But now, after last night, I think that it was actually Michael. I know. What a twist. We were totally wrong. What a twist. Which, by the way, you will remember that we predicted that Michael was going to send himself home. Self-eliminate. I'm going to tell you this right now, just for you to prepare you. Um, as soon as we end this episode tonight i will go and i will look up every single spoiler because Mm. i will not be watching next week's episode with you and then we would then we'll watch the final episode together right so then i won't spoil anything for the broads because when i'm then recapping right so i'm gonna literally tonight i am going down every rabbit hole and i will be looking up every single spoiler yes i'm very excited we're here for it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so next week is going to be hometowns and fantasy suites i guess i'm really confused because if they're cramming in there's only two episodes left yeah so they said there's the next week there's episode. not a double episode no there's the not a double week. episode no they said it's a three hour long episode but it includes the finale and after the final rose okay. which then makes sense so it's the okay. two hour episode one hour after the final rose mm. so next week either it has to be hometowns and fantasy suites combined or the fantasy suite portion is going to be part of the finale yeah like maybe she chooses someone fantasy suite week or katie dips dude 
No. You know why I don't think so? She, she or she dips because because in the preview, obviously they made us, they led us to believe while she was talking to yes. Caitlin in the preview book my, that book she's my like plane. book my plane. I don't think so, no. but I mean, there's the two only the two episodes left, which is then they're going to be cramming in a lot into one. That they will be cramming a lot, and regardless. Honestly, I, I'm not saying that I want more Bachelorette content right now because honest to God, we're about to go into BIP and then another battle. It's just so much. But I am going to be a little salty if I don't get like a fulfilled family slash like hometown verse uh, uh, and also, excuse me, fantasy suite with Blake. Like I'm going to feel disheartened if I'm not getting what I need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that I really don't think she leaves because of the biggest tell to me was her response with uh, the Michael thing when Caitlin or whoever was like, Michael told me, you know, he, you know, if you were still interested and she was like, I'm happy to where my journey has taken oh me, yes. whatever. Yes. I was like, okay, yes, so you're yes, engaged. Yes, 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 I was yes, like, you're yes, engaged. yes, yes. Okay. Or you're yes. with someone. You're right. I made a note of that and I fully forgot about that. She would have definitely been... Like, well, more, see where things take us. More you know? open to Michael or also even more open to Andrew S. And she mm. was very much like, she was uh, v- no, thank you. She was trying not to be flirty at all. She was just super like, uh, I appreciate um, your opinions. I appreciate your words and your time. Uh, but I'm I'm good. Thank you. You're right. You're very right. There was some weird editing in last night's episode, though. Oh. There was a scene that someone posted that was making me laugh so hard. (laughs) (laughs) There, (laughs) Michael was in the hot seat having, like, a really emotional moment. Yeah. And everybody starts clapping for him, and it scans, and it shows the men, and Michael is clapping for himself. So they used another clapping scene. So it goes for Michael crying and talking. Everyone's clapping. They clap to Michael clapping for himself and then back to the hot seat. Oh, my God. It was like... Someone's getting fired. <laughs> it was this incredible <laughs> inception moment where we're like, oh, my God, is he a time traveler clapping for that himself? Or was hilarious. Was that an editing issue or is he a time traveler? Not sure. <laughs> we'll be double checking. <laughs> That is so funny. Yeah. It was kind of amazing. There's also, yeah, there was just so many editing moments. Wait, where we need to find it. You need to send me that clip because we could do a meme where it's like when you're your own biggest supporter. <laughs> <laughs> your own biggest fan. Honestly, Michael, you love on yourself because you deserve it. Maybe top three favorite people from this franchise for the love of goodness. You clap for yourself. You support yourself. That is true self-care. Oh, man. Self-love. True self-love. Oh. Honestly. Honestly. So... All right. Okay. We're going to we're going to be getting into this episode talking about the breakup. First, can we talk a little bit about like where we're at in our feelings about Katie this season? Okay. Yes. Cuz you know, when I saw someone that I follow post about this, it's sort of like I really like Katie on the season, but like is she getting maybe a little too big for her britches like on social media i don't i don't know i don't even know you know what it is so via the season very much like katie been very much enjoying pretty much all of her decisions throughout the season um and like katie yeah um i would say via social media somewhat recently (laughs) it has been a little bit of a question mark for me even before that dude before she was the bachelorette i did say i was like i don't know like following her on instagram like Mm. Yeah, you've always felt like you felt that kind way. of annoyed by I her on Instagram. I didn't feel that way so much. 
Um, but I will say there's been a few things um, recently, social media wise, where like one, you know what it is? It's like sometimes I just wish that there was someone like a friend next to her be like, like, just and stop. just take her phone and be like, no, we're not going to do that <laughs> right now. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, first of all, the liking. Yes, of, I've been there. The liking of all the comments, right? So, um, you know, people were saying like, oh, Katie gave us this big hint by liking our shady Greg meme. She's liked literally everything. Positive Greg, anti-Greg, positive Blake, anti-Blake. She, she's liked literally oh. everything. Um, and then... Also, like, I was seeing recently with some of the clothing stuff. So everyone's been giving her, like, a lot of shit about, like, what she's been wearing. Um, for instance, last week during the Greg one-on-one, and somehow we didn't talk about this. She was wearing, wearing a, t-shirt. a t-shirt and jeans, which, God bless, wear your t-shirt and jeans. But it's more like, is Carrie sleeping <laughs> in the back right now? Has Carrie been taking a couple hot bricks? Where Katie's, are the rhinestones? Katie's, Katie's pulling some looks this season, like that one Britney Spears like red leather like dress that was unbelievable. But then all of a sudden, then you have a t-shirt and jeans, and I'm like, I guess I appreciate the balance, but also is Carrie asleep? Where, Where are the Carrie? black leather mini shorts? Where are they? Um, and then Katie was like responding to everybody, kind of being like, I dress myself, da da da. And it was one of those moments where I'm like. Listen, if you did dress yourself again, you know, bless, it's Carrie's job to be the wardrobe stylist. So, like, you know, let the people say the shady things about the clothing. It's just clothes. You know, that's just part of the thing. And so the the response to kind of every negative yes. thing is where I'm saying as a friend, if I was sit, if like, I was like having a little slumber party with Katie, if we were roommates, I would just be with her a lot of times being like, no, let's <laughs> not just don't even just ignore it. And I can't imagine having all the feed, all that feedback because we get some feedback. I get some feedback, yeah. and sometimes it can it can get. Like just to don't you. look at what you're tagged but in. It's just like, don't like read through the comments of what people are saying there's about you. There's important things to address yeah. that need to be addressed, right? Some things like just makes you the clothing petty. doesn't need to be addressed. Like I it's mean, all it's all good. And oh, and, there was just something also, recently. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. something recently where like. So she was on uh, Nick Vial's podcast and I don't like one of her trivia questions to name five countries in Africa. She couldn't. She's like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And then Maggie called her out kind of on her story. And so Maggie from Matt's season, who is from Ethiopia. Yeah. And she was like, I'm from Ethiopia. And then uh, Matt is, I believe, half Nigerian. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, And so she's like, there's two, you know, if you need any more help coming up with other countries, like, you know, let me know. And... Like, that kind of just could have been it. But then, like, Katie had this super defensive Instagram where she was like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I just was, like, put on the spot. And, like, you know, it was just, like, very, like, <sighs> she really thought she was doing something. Yeah. You know, she really thought she was being, like, and that's that on why I couldn't name five yeah. African yeah. countries. It's, like, it was very stop. much not the right way to make a quote-unquote apology. And it was extremely defensive. Like, you say anything. That's what you're going to Yeah. It's like, maybe, like it? maybe just like have a conversation alone with Maggie before you ever even address something. But that's going to be the defensive response back. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, uh, 
Michaela Bartholomew, <laughs> who we've had on the show numerous times, um, she has a podcast, The Black Chillerettes, with uh, Victoria. They put out a bonus episode, bless them, um, <laughs> that covers uh, Katie's, you know, quote unquote apology in this situation. Also talks about Justin and Andrew S.'s past tweets. Mm. Such a good episode. Mm. I'll link it in the um, in the uh, our episode notes, um, but definitely should check that out in regards to that topic. Um, also, just shout out. They have an amazing Patreon. If you don't follow, you should definitely join that Patreon. But um, yeah, in so in, in the vein like, of that, it's been there's been a lot of those things where you're <laughs> like, take a beat, take a take beat, a breath, take a breath. Um, you know, in regards to your uh, with Maggie, um, like calling you in, this is a time where you need to take a beat, think about the response. You know, respond humbly. Consider yeah, or, like, consider your platform, or then with like the clothing thing, it's like there doesn't need to be, and that's obviously a very different topic. But it's like, yeah, there's just it's just it's just a little bit. It's gotten a little bit um like agitated, and I get it because it's like you know I I do understand, especially like in my uh, first like year or so after being in the public eye on the show, it's sort of like you feel like everything needs to be addressed and you feel like everything is getting picked apart. So you feel super defensive about everything everyone says about you. Um, but yeah, it's like, just, just, just stop. This is just stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to talk about something like think about the way you're going to talk about it. It's why she doesn't need to get off her phone. Cause it's like, you're going to be seeing all of this constant criticism about shit that doesn't matter. And then when something does matter, you want to make sure that you talk about it in the right way. Um, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah, no, I'm, I'm on a similar, I think we're on a similar train. It's like I said, it's like, I really enjoyed watching Katie. Um, she got a little, just a little bit too much of a toot sometimes <laughs> as someone who has, has yeah, a lot of toot. I, yeah. I didn't even like, I guess from my perspective, I wasn't even, and maybe I'm completely <laughs> wrong. I wasn't even picking up on it as toot. It's just the, de like, it's the defensiveness mm. And especially in this recent Maggie circumstance, it's just like, hey, like, hey, this is where you need to like take a seat. You got to be humble. You have to consider your platform and the opportunity as a white woman, that, white woman that you have in this situation. And Maggie calling you in, and it's just like, just you gotta, gotta sit. And it's just everything is is you know, yeah, yeah, quick. But uh, okay, let's talk about this episode though. I'm interested though. I'm interested though. Speaking of that. Oh my goodness, I saw her tweet something. Speaking of the quickness, I saw her tweet something yesterday in response. Let me find this. I mm -hmm. made sure that I screenshotted the hell out of this one. Okay, Maddie Pruitt posted a tweet that said, Never trust your tongue when your heart is wounded. Hush until you heal. And Katie responded and said, should have read this before after the final <laughs> rose with eyeballs like this. So I'm like, what is about to go down on after the final rose? Oh. To the point that Katie is already basically admitting that she should have had should she should have held back on after the final rose because her heart was hurt. So there those are two two clues. Number one. She's heartbroken and pissed about something. Number two, <sighs> apparently it goes down on after the final rose. 
Oh, no. I know. I can see it now. I feel like it is going to be having to do with Greg. And I feel like it's just probably going to be way too much. Like, I feel like it's just going to be like, and that's, I like, if it's just probably going to be like, you're just like telling him off with this whole lecture speech. And I feel like it's going to look a little crazy. Yes. And also, like, like, truly what I'm, this is what I'm nervous about, Becca. I'm feeling, I'm feeling very anxious about this. I'm worried that Greg will be the one in the wrong, a.k.a. gaslighting in the situation, but because of maybe the emotional response (sighs) that Uh Katie might have, Uh that she will be painted as the villain in the situation. Absolutely. And Greg will be held up as reigning king and will become the bachelor. (laughs) No, he won't become the bachelor. I'm saying right now, they were setting up the bachelor so hard for both Andrew and Michael. They really were setting Michael. I don't think that I don't think that it's gonna be Greg. I don't think it's gonna look good, but you're right. I feel like it is going to it is going to kind of throw the criticism back on her if she's just, going way too gnar. I just feel like, yeah, you and I have this, we're talking about this thing that we think that he's going to be painted a certain way and then he'll, he'll be the ultimate villain. And now after watching those previews, seeing her, that post, seeing her social media behavior ah! recently, I'm like, I really hope that it's not that then it ends up falling back on her and cringe. she gets painted a certain way. Cringe. Yeah, they cringe. Okay, before we get into the <laughs> yeah. episode, you want to take a quick yeah, pause? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, broads, you know that feeling when you're starving and you can't think of anything to eat, like all your go-to meals sound eh, your tried and true recipes seem boring, and then to make matters worse, it's like the dead of summer, so cooking anything new in a hot kitchen is like the last thing you oh, want to do. It's just the worst. <laughs> I have a solution for you. You're welcome, broads. Let me introduce you to the service that has been saving my butt in the kitchen for months now, and that is Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious, ready-in-moments meals that are built on organic fruits and vegetables and right to your door, and get this you guys unlike most pre-prepared or partially prepared foods you can actually feel good about daily harvest because they never use preservatives added sugars artificial anything really and no matter what time of day you find yourself needing a nutritious delicious meal in a pinch daily harvest has you covered Mm-hmm. That's right. For breakfast, you've got oat bowls and creamy smoothies. For lunch, delic- delicious flatbreads or hearty soups. And for dinner, you've got to try one of their harvest bowls. I've been loving their um, artichoke and lemon one recently. It's really refreshing, Ooh. the perfect dinner for a summer night. And it doesn't stop there. Daily Harvest even has dessert. Yes, dessert. AKA my personal favorite meal of the day. You Love. have to try their plant-based ice cream called Scoops. It is the perfect sweet treat. And it's actually also gluten-free uh, and dairy-free. And I think it's mostly, if not all, sweetened with maple syrup instead oh, of um, so good. Instead of processed sugar. Woo! Stay cool, calm, and collected during the summer heat. Go to dailyharvest.com slash chatty to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash chatty for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash chatty. Uh, so it'll never cease to amaze me the endless curiosity that kids possess. And when I say endless, I mean it. My daughter Ember is curious about everything, and I love that. I love that she always wants to learn new things. I just get worried that I'm going to run out of things to teach her. <laughs> um, and while I know that might sound dramatic, it's honestly a real fear. I bet a lot of parents out there can relate. I just want to make sure I'm fostering her curiosity and feeding her her young mind, uh, which is why I've been calling in reinforcements. Of course, we're talking about 
KiwiCo, your number one partner for raising a curious young learner. KiwiCo curates craft crates each month around a specific subject or theme and then delivers everything you need to complete the crafts to your door. And so I mean everything. No last minute trips to the store for glue or scissors. It's all there. The projects are so cool. And they teach your little one about a subject in its entirety entirety but they're also designed for little hands and little minds which means you can confidently let your little one take the lead in the projects Mm -hmm. i think that's honestly my favorite part i mean yes every single crate we've gotten has been amazing and my daughter goes nuts for them Uh, but as a parent watching her increase her confidence by completing the entire crate on her own is so rewarding and gives us an entirely new way to bond Um, if you have a little learner at home you need to give kiwiko a try love with KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash chatty. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash chatty. Um, so let's talk about uh let's Michael get, leaving. Yes, let's get into this. So I have to tell you, Becca, I was truly thrown off by this situation. Like you said, we thought that her you know, talking about her big heartbreak was going to be about Greg. Yeah. I did not think it was going to be about Michael. I know that they have a connection, but when she was talking to Tasha and it was like, oh, like Michael is like, I could see going all the way. Like I'm going to be like in James's life and with Michael, I'm the most nervous to meet his parent, his, uh, his parents because of the situation. But also like, I see myself there. I was thrown off Mm -hmm. to say the least Mm -hmm. i did not predict that one Mm -hmm. that one i did not pick up on and i guess i'm thinking that like his son probably wouldn't be able to come because of like i wonder if it has to do with covid probably probably having to be in school you probably have to quarantine or like yeah also maybe maybe michael wasn't ready for him to like meet her or also maybe michael didn't want his son like fully on tv like a facetime is one thing but like full television yeah well, oh I, my I gotta say, I was, I'm a little like, maybe I'm being nitpicky, but I was a little irked to how like, you know, you know, Katie's like, you know, if we're together, then I'm going to become Jane's mom. And like, I'm going to be like, you know, and then I'm going to have a son. And I'm just like, mm, yeah. not really how that works. Yeah, there's, I think there were definitely, there were <laughs> moments, there were moments in their conversation that I will say this as a parent watching it was like, oh, where she was heartbroken and irritated. Understandably, she was heartbroken. Yeah. She can't help her heartbreak. There were a couple moments where I was like, oh, girl, like you don't, you don't don't throw out to him. Like, but I had so much I wanted to say. Like, this is his son. You don't get it. You don't like th- this is this is like a very different. Like, I understand that people have different experiences of caregiving, whatever. But like, I don't know what it's like to have eight to be a single parent, mm-hmm. especially let alone from a tragedy. Right. But as Your like kids traumatized a, a, from losing their mother. Exactly. Yeah. It's like and just as a, as a parent with, you know, with my partner, like who is healthy and all this, like I can't that phone call that he got. I was sitting here watching and Evan was kind of in the background like working and when that and I know we've seen the preview of it but yeah. when when I watched that phone call and his precious son popped up and literally said like oh I think I know maybe daddy left because he doesn't want to see me <laughs> I looked at Evan and I go I don't care if you're the bachelor the second I get that call I'm out yeah I'm gone book me the next flight yeah my kid goes, maybe mommy doesn't want to see me anymore. It's just like, no. Well, and I think the biggest thing, which I, I felt like Michael was saying too, is like, dude, my 
kind of what I just said, where it's like my kid is traumatized from yes. like losing his mom. Yes. And I'm going to be gone for two months and he can't comprehend or conceptualize why I'm gone. Yeah. Like that's really, that's a lot. It's, it's and like when he was saying too, he was just like, he doesn't want his son to feel like he's not enough. Like he lost his mother yeah. and like now his dad's gone and he doesn't understand, like you said, why he's not coming home. I wanted to note too that just a key parenting point that I wanted to send Michael like my respect and admiration is that I right away noticed when his son said that, that Michael as a dad didn't get defensive and go like, right. stop it, James. You know that that's yeah. not true. Yeah. He literally said, I can tell you miss me, buddy. I miss you too. Yeah. He acknowledged his son's feelings yeah. and did it. Cause I know it's like as a parent, a lot of times like there's this kind of like, especially when, you're like, oh shit, yeah, whatever. And it'd be like, no, no, you know that that's not true. Like, well, he did go, stop. what? He goes, what? That's crazy talk. Yeah, like, yeah. that's crazy. No, but but yeah. like, you're sitting like, what? A, no, no. But it wasn't like it. There wasn't any, um, like, James, stop. You know that that's not yeah. like he like acknowledged and he's like, I know you miss me. Like, I missed you. Like, there was yeah. an acknowledgement of that. And I wanted to be like, that is a wonderful parenting choice. Um, he also held it together while I was on the phone and then when that the minute he was you know he was holding it in the minute that FaceTime stopped he's like oh I gotta God. leave right fucking now he screw had the, the talk with Katie I'm out the big I'm time. Out. I know I literally if I was Michael too I'd be like get me on the plane I tell send <laughs> give this note to Katie it's gonna look different than the Andrew S note this note is like sayonara I gotta go like FaceTime I, me babe yeah like like send me you know here's my mm. number in case you want to text me later but like I like I have to go um yeah i i definitely felt defensive of him where just like in the conversation with katie you know she's like i knew you know i knew it would have worked i would have like I, I you know i was not looking just looking forward to you but like and it's stuff she has said in the past like but i'm giving a rose to james too like i can just imagine if i was a single parent and like having someone be like no like i'm giving this rose to ruth and frank too i'd be like mm, that's sweet but you don't know my fucking kids <laughs> don't think that it's gonna be all chill for you to just totally. come in and be daddy after my yeah. husband has died like no. which i don't think she was trying to do no, that of course she's trying to be was, support she's trying to be yes, supportive yes and show that she's serious but at the same me as a parent i'm just like i know you think you're gonna come in and there's, just be a mommy like there's so many layers yeah right because it's like how is the person who's coming in supposed to respond it's like they should be verbally like affirming and saying like i'm here this is for your son like she did it right but then as a parent then you're going like especially with all the trauma you're like how do you even i don't even know how to how to unpack this and i think also like and maybe this is something that wasn't talked about on camera but i feel like um just a lot of people not not as an attack on katie katie but like are really naive to the challenge of being a step parent um much less after a wow. death but yes. even like with divorce like you know I have loved ones who have said, you know, like being a step parent is the hardest thing oh, I have goodness. ever gone through. Yes. You don't just like pop in and be like mom number two or dad number two. Straight up. Shout out to step parents. I feel like that is it's a hard. that is a position that is not often like sent as much love as is needed. And wow, that is. Yeah, that is really challenging. And I think it's something to really like con and and and. And this is not to say like, oh, your kid's baggage or anything, but I think it's really important to carefully consider and I think it's hard to consider if you don't under, understand what you're getting into, but carefully consider like, I'm not just going to 
step into that role. Like I have to really do a dance of nuance between mm-hmm. how this child feels about me. Do they want me to come in and like take on this role? Are they mm-hmm. comfortable with that? There's going to be grief you're going to have to deal with. There's going to be anger towards you that you're going to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway. Well, when Michael then talks to Katie, um, he, you know, he, I just appreciated the fact that he set up a boundary. Like Mm -hmm. he went in knowing that it's like, this is the boundary that I'm not comfortable crossing. And it's if my son starts to feel this certain way. And he went into that room and he's like, here's my boundary. It just got crossed. I'm removing myself. It wasn't, there wasn't even this kind of like, I'm on the fence and I want to talk to you because I'm processing it. It was like, here's my boundary, got crossed. I got to go. And it was just, it was done. And he it's not wasn't, about you, but this is what it I wasn't about, it wasn't, and you could tell that there was nothing that she could have said that would have changed anything. The love of a father. I did see people asking or messaging me being like, you know, in these situations, is there nothing production can do? Like, can they not like bring the sun on set? Uh, for The Bachelorette with like, you know, I know they did that with Emily. That is a very specific, but I have to say producers are very particular about saying, we don't want any distractions in this process. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't talk to your parents. I mean, it's it's a very like subtle way of being like, we want to manipulate you so that you only think about the lead. And so mm-hmm. you're absolutely fucking crazy and free 100% of the time to talk to all the other guys mm-hmm. in the process. And like, mm-hmm. I don't even think it's a matter of logistics. I think it's like, um, or like, oh, will he be able to have time? It's like, no, they, they, the, the production of the bachelor prefers that michael would be uh miserable and distraught and unsure of what to do and it's just the name of reality tv it's like the the purpose is not to try to make it all flow seamlessly unfortunately and that's on god (laughs) unfortunately unfortunately this is reality tv show and what they're looking for is suffering and drama for sure. Unfortunately. But I was also, but even if they could have, or yeah. like, not, I shouldn't say could have, they could, even yeah. if they would have. Yeah. I'm glad that it didn't happen because I think that it's what needed, like, I don't think that they would have been right together. I don't think so either. And I think it was so, and, you know, I'm moving or going forward, but we can talk about it more when he has his hot seat. But like, when he talked about how this process is with the push that I needed, like you, you showed me that I could love again. And like, it brought me hope that to me was like, that felt so, it felt so good and real and right. Where it's like, I don't think Michael, I personally don't think Michael was quite ready at, in that moment to, to right away jump into a full blown marriage again. But what this showed him was that like, he needs to also take care of himself. Like he said, it gave him hope that he can love again, all of those things. And I know everyone wants him to be the bachelor. And I also want to acknowledge the fact that I'm like, yes, I would love, I want Michael to succeed, but in my heart, I really just hope I don't want him to be the bachelor because I think what will be the best for him and his family is for him via the show and now his fame to find a beautiful, wonderful, sweet woman in Ohio to fall Hmm. in love organically for James to meet her organically in the family and for him to go about a beautiful life. Like that would be, I mean, I'm not, I can't speak for Michael that you know what this show does to people. Yeah. I don't think he's that kind of guy. And I don't think he is either. And it's like, I just want him. I I want peace for him and his family, not drama. Totally. Totally. You know? Yeah. 
And so yeah. it's like, uh, he's geez. been through enough drama. He's been through Lord enough. Knows. He's been through enough. I've actually never even been on his social media before. And just say, you saying that, I'm like, wait, does he even have social media? <gasps> oh, photos of his son and wife. Okay, I'm dying. No. I know. I know. I've followed him on social media in my heart. Okay. Well, dying. Okay. Going to have to do that another time. And cry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah all sorts of, but he, but yeah. So he's, he's, he set that boundary up. She, this is when my shock and awe comes in that she was just like, you were the one going all the way. And I'm like, that's what people, I think that that's what? really easy to say that when someone's going home. And True. I think that that happens a lot. Like, it's just like, Whoa. when you get the rug pulled out from under you, it's like, this person is then the most desirable person True, ever. true. But she, she then made that comment where she's like, I knew what life I would be if I chose Michael and that's the life I wanted. And I was like, for real? But that's why I'm like, you don't know what the life would have been like with Michael. That's no. where that's where Mayan is like, no girl, you have a fantasy in your head of how you're going to come in and be mommy and you're going to have a whole family. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry, that is probably not how shit would have gone down. Yeah. Like, I think this is, you know, when you have like a fantasy you're like in love with the idea of this yeah. person in this life. Like, I don't think the right. I- idea a, makes This sense. isn't a rom-com. This is a family who has been through severe trauma yeah. and are trying to function and take care of each other. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, you're exactly. also, like he said, he helps with his in-laws. Right. You're going to be part of Laura's family. Yeah. His in-laws. Yeah. There's a lot going on. You're going to have to be with him as he's processing on her birthday, on the anniversary of her death, like all of this shit. Yeah, that's like so much. Granted, she has lost her dad and so she has navigated grief on her own. And so I will say it's not like she's totally, I, I have Very to, true. it's not like she's in the dark about what profound grief and loss looks like no. in a family, um, which some people just straight up aren't familiar with. Sure. I'm also not saying so. that I don't think that she would be equipped to do it. I'm sure she would do a wonderful job with it. It's just more like when you say it's the life I wanted, it's like I wonder if it really is. Like if like the reality of the situation, like I don't doubt that you love him and that he's wonderful, of course. But in all actuality, is that really like, you know. Do you want to move to Ohio? Like yeah. that's probably what would have been required. Are you, are you yeah. thinking that like. You guys are gonna fly back and forth for a while. Like you think they're not with your kid, your family. Exactly. Ultimately, he's gonna end up uprooting, moving to Seattle. Like no, no. There's not the flexibility there. Anyway, um, I thought that after they broke up, that they were going to have a steamy makeout in the hallway. Not gonna lie, and that's what I was hoping for, and it didn't happen. It didn't. But he did when he gave her the pocket watch, and it was just like, dude. I mean, could the man be more perfect? He's so just. Just so so wonderful, great guy, great guy. so wonderful, and and also when we had the men tell all, I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that I forgot that Michael A came in no beard and that he is now just a zaddy okay. of zaddies with that beard, and you saw him like as the show progressed, he got more and more of like the five o'clock shadow uh-huh. to some uh-huh. stubble, and now he is looking. Let's just hot. let's just talk about Michael in general, like on the rest of the show. Like okay. we can talk about his hot seat moment too. Um, I have to admit something, Jess. When they were talking about the whoa whoa challenge, and then Michael immediately is like, "I broke it." Like, did you feel a certain type of way? I know. I think he literally just got goosebumps when I said I it. Do. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he said that, I was kind of like. 
right, I'm gonna need a minute. Like, I was a little more turned on than I'd like to admit hearing Michael, like, insinuate or, like, you know, suggest about his masturbation. I was a little bit flustered. Let me say something. Broads, I don't know if you recall the past couple weeks, Beck and I have been saying there are two sides to Michael. Oh. And when we saw him making out with Katie oh. by the like the dune buggy or whatever the first time and he did the little ass grab and it was like, oh God. Uh-huh. But then he's asking for consent. Uh-huh. And you're like, there's these two, these these beautiful and then when he talked about the whoa challenge and I felt that certain way too. And I was like, I am so, so hot and heavy right now. And he's looking so good. And also when he talks about the whoa challenge, there's no embarrassment. He's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. And then also these clips of him, which just made it, I was way more into him was when we were seeing more like behind the scenes clips of him where he's really funny mm-hmm. and they're in like the mm-hmm. dune buggy and mm-hmm. he's just like oh i was conceived in the dune buggy he's mm-hmm. like my parents were racers <laughs> and he never says that he's joking and obviously he's joking and i'm like i am so into michael michael zaddy i mean like i told the zaddiest i, I, I told like, gray i'm like not i was like not gonna lie like if this, if there's anyone I'm going to fuck out of all of these men, I'm gunning for Michael. Michael is so hot. And honestly, I would like to personally, Michael, I would like to personally apologize to you because like, <laughs> yes, have we been looking at you as like the sweetest, most wonderful guy ever. But what we need to acknowledge too is the fact that you are an absolute hunk of a man. And we, I just, acknowledge the sex we have appeal. to acknowledge the sex appeal. Like you are the full package. And that just needs to be said because I felt the same exact way after the whoa challenge conversation. <laughs> and i was like trying to like you know keep my wits about me but i was a little bit like i did start to astral project and kind of think about (laughs) our life together i was just like am i fantasizing a little bit kind of trying to imagine what's going down like in michael's room i need to just i need to just take it i need to take a beat and i need to (laughs) just gather myself and just be like also you know michael michael did it to us he showed up looking that handsome for the men tell all i know i know and you're jess you're 100 right too about like the bachelor is probably like not i mean who knows though anything could happen but like i i do kind of agree like probably the most chill best case scenario route is him finding someone but god damn oh. it would i love to see him as the bachelor no would i love to <sighs> see michael as a bachelor if, if for every reason yeah would I? Yeah, I would be so defensive of him the whole season. I'd be I know. Like, I'd be just like right now, be like, you don't know James to yeah. every single girl. Just be like, stop it. Yeah, I would be very protective of Michael. I think the world would be. But again, I also this this you know how this series makes people out. It's like all of a sudden, what would production do? Try to make him look bad in certain ways, and then people are like hating on him, and then he's dealing with that stress. I don't think it'd be possible. I don't think it'd be. Possible. I also don't either, think they would do that to him. He's like America's national treasure at this point. God, he really is. He is the Declaration of Independence. He's <laughs> he, Nick Cage's he, Declaration he, of Independence. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I'd love to. I wish that I could just like see you on Paradise for like two weeks, maybe have like a couple flings. This is just selfishly. This yeah, is yeah, really just oh, pure you selfish. Could, you could go or you could go on Paradise no, just watch, or just I watch just, him, observe just him on Paradise. Be a voyeur. Who would you, who would you want to connect him with? Are there any single moms? I feel like any widows out there? 
Know. Not that he has to be with someone just like him, no, but, but like, you know, but there's an there would be an understanding, an understanding there, for sure, for sure. Um, that's that's kind of what I, I would. feel like. We've just been there's been a lot of single dads. The last single mom I can just remember is from my season, but um, I don't know. Aside, f- who would who would you envision for him? I think you need I someone could, more mature. I could picture him with sweet Abigail. I thought that too, but I think Abigail's maybe a little too young. Okay. Yes, he is. He is a little. He is a little older. He is. Yeah. And hmm. Oh no, I'm gonna have to workshop this. One I know. Out. I could really just sit down right here and just. Do you look. know that I could really like? What if he pulls a Blake and shows up on Michelle's season? Michelle could take it all the way. Michelle could take it all the way with Michael. Michelle. She's the teacher. She's a teacher. Oh God! I now I'm covered in chills again. Oh. She's a little bit. She's how old? How old is she? She's I. Be- I'm so sorry if this is wrong, but I believe she's like 28. Okay, that's what I thought too. So she's a little but older. She's, but she seems like she's she's got a you know she's got the calmness about her. She's got she's not she's not naive, but she's also super playful. And I feel like he needs that because he clearly we're seeing behind the scenes, and he's like he. You remember how remember how fucking funny Michelle is, and we mm-hmm. never see it until the like until the uh, the credits at the end, and she was like super like. She was almost like kind of quirky with her humor. I feel like they. My would friend like, ran into her in public and was like, "She's a vibe." Like, really? Kind of like Tasha on Colton season. Okay. Yes. Yes. You and know? when I saw Tasha before she was you on like, Paradise, uh, and I was like, "This girl is incredible, and she's super funny." And why? Why did we not see her hilarious side? I think like, uh, yeah, I don't. He wouldn't go back on another season. I you doubt don't think? it. Mm-mm, so long, like it's like six or seven weeks. You know, I don't think what he if, wants to do that. What again. if Michelle requested him? I, I can see him just being like, no, nah, I can't yeah. do that to my son again. <laughs> I wish. That'd be so, that'd be, that'd be really good. Okay. Anyway, we're getting Which, carried by away. the way, Michelle's men have been released. The photos of Michelle's men have been released already. Believe? I repeat. <laughs> Mayday. Mayday. And, you know. All, They're spicy? I did, I did, spicy a, qu- I did a quick sca- uh, quick scan and there were some. Some spicy boys. Some spicy boys. Definitely. Um, Love that for her. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael in the hot seat. I mean, honestly, his. I I feel like the, what can we say that hasn't been said? Was there anything that uh, on no, him I mean, in the, the hot seat? The, that the entire everyone was crying. Yeah, Tasha, Caitlin was crying. The men were crying. I feel like I could have seen Tasha and him together. Stop that! Would I know. If, like if he was on her season, I could have seen. You that know, happening. he does have Zach energy. Yeah. It's that calm, low key, low key, but like strong. And I've seen the world kind of. <sighs> yeah. Mm. And we did not see Zach in yesterday's yesterday's episode. I thought it was a very cute moment when they brought Jason out with Caitlin. Mm. I just wish we also would have got to see Zach. Well, you know, Zach's got his own life. That's true. We can't all just follow our significant Zach. others around. <laughs> I know, I know, but I miss him. I miss him so much. I miss seeing them. <laughs> I know every once in a while I see him on our social media. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, it's exciting. <laughs> oh my God. Alert the media. Um, okay. Bef- anyway, before we get into yep. like the hecticness mm-hmm. that was the rest of this oh, episode, um, do you want to take another quick yeah. pause? A word from our sponsors. A word from our sponsors. Broads, I really believe uh, that the words stock market invoke one of two reactions in people. Either you hear it and you get excited because you understand it or your eyes instantly glaze over and your mind goes blank. And look, I get it. I used to be the latter of the two, glazed eyes and all. But if I'm being honest, it's because I just didn't understand it at all. Then I discovered public and 
honestly, the stock market is not boring. It's anything but. I've actually been kind of having fun. Uh, it, it, you know what? The stock market is very interesting. Yes. And <laughs> I always thought that to invest in the market, you needed a ton of money and you'd have to have a super good understanding of the economy. And of course, that stuff helps. But public makes investing understandable and accessible to everyone. So on public.com, you can invest with any amount of money, even just $1. Mm-hmm. You know? So like put your put your tips or whatever you have yeah. towards investing. A Why not, bucks. you know? Yeah. The reason for that is uh, public lets you do this thing called fractional investing. So typically to buy certain shares, you'd need a ton of money, but Public lets everyone on the game in on the game, no matter what funds you have to start. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. And public.com teaches you how to invest and trade with confidence. And you can even connect with other users to see how they're investing and have conversations. I've already learned uh, so much since joining public.com. And I'm having a lot of fun at the same time. And one of the things that I really, really love about public and the fractional investing piece isn't just the $1 amount that you can put in. It's also that you can invest in companies you actually believe in and are really passionate about. So I have some money invested in companies that like I really I care about that I'm passionate about. It's great. Use code Chatty Broads when you download the app to let public.com know that you're coming from Chatty Broads and you'll get up to $50 in free stock to get started in growing your portfolio. This is valid for only U.S. residents 18 and over subject to account approval. Uh, see public.com slash disclosures, not investment disclosures, not investment advice, but use code Chatty Broads, download the app public.com 50 bucks in free stock. Uh, Broads, part of growing up is accepting your uh, leaning into your strengths and getting some help on your weaknesses. Don't quote me on that. I paraphrase. But nonetheless, I know what I'm good at. For example, you know, doing a winged eyeliner. Easy. No problem. And I also know that I am less good at, say, designing content templates for social media. Um, And you know what? That's okay. You can't be good at everything. And that's why I use canva pro to help me design like a pro that's my big life hack Mm. canva pro canva pro is the easy to use design platform that helps every level of designer from professionals all the way down to people like us your canva pro canva pro membership comes with everything you need to create and share content including collection of over 75 million premium photos videos audios and graphics plus so many time-saving tools that simplify and speed up the creative process i remember trying to make social media content on real photo editing software once and um I was trying to look up YouTube videos. It was a little less than successful. It's also extremely frustrating and time consuming. But Canva strips away all the confusion and makes it so easy for everyone to create, regardless of your skill level. There are so many ways to utilize Canva. School projects, blog content, presentation templates. Um, I will always use it to create like party invitations. Um, And not only does it save me money, but I can also customize them to exactly what I want, which is so much fun. The possibilities are endless, really. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.me slash chatty to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C a-N-V-A dot M-E slash chatty. Canva dot me slash chatty. All right. All right. Let's so get into this. Let's trash. get into this into this this mess. Uh I will I do have to say it was a mess, but um I thought that Taisha and Caitlin did an excellent job. You know, I tend to I you know, we've talked about this. I'm loving both Taisha and Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Um I thought in this situation that like a one host might be better like just having one but i liked what they did is how they had them 
like take one person at a time yeah. and go back and forth because at first when I was like what is this going to look like with like numerous people I thought they were great I thought they asked great questions oh, well I liked their outfits I loved their outfits they were both looking incredible um later on in the in the uh episode when Katie came out in the lime green I also liked her outfit separately was confused that they didn't who have the wardrobe. who approved the wardrobe because they all looked beautiful, but like the color combo was just like not it when the three of them were together. No, I saw the photo of all three of them. I was like, "You're like, oh gosh!" Like it's like mm. Tasha and Ka- and Caitlin's perfect. Maybe they should have. Katie's had- like, I'm dressing myself. <laughs> well, like, maybe maybe they should have had Katie do like a nude. A nude would have been a gold would have been beautiful. Yeah. A nude would have been beautiful. Yeah. Like a copper. Ooh, yes fantastic we didn't need to do the the lime green with like the the reddish hues no unnecessary um okay okay can we just talk about can we talk about connor can we just take a a beat let's let's go let's go into the connor piece you go for it girl Uh, bro i'm over this man (laughs) i know you are i'm so over him Okay, first of all, just even when, the, and this is why I said let's talk about Connor, because even right away when they're doing the intro of all the guys and he's doing his little like the cat thing. Mm-mm. Connor is a sweet man who is one of those people who holds on to something too much. Like, you know what who Connor is? Connor's the type mm. of guy who, if you have like a party and Connor says something funny that makes the room laugh. He'll say that, hey, remember that time when? And bring that joke up every time you see him. And you're like, it was funny the first time. You don't have to remind us about the joke every single time. Because when he did the initial ukulele with the challenge about being the best lover, Mm -hmm. remember we were like, fantastic. Let it die there. Let it die, please. Let it die. It was wonderful. You had like your Bo Burnham moment. It was very good. Stop it there. It needs to stop, but he stop has to, your head. he's got to keep doing it and like enforce it more. And you're like, no, it's just too much. <sighs> when, yeah, when he did it, did this, the, the thing is even with his song too, it was like at the end of the episode and I was just like, why? <laughs> and then he just stands up okay. and is like, and is making all the guys join him and not just in one line, but over and over again and i was just and katie's face when he was singing that song i've never seen someone look more like they're trying to smile and feeling in pain just like this no definitely she was just like no god no (laughs) you know what just like fucking blew my mind tell me just so i was expecting that he was gonna come on men tell all and be like you know we're gonna make the kiss thing a thing obviously it has to be it's reality tv we're gonna blow it out of the water sure but I thought he was going to be like, you know, something goofy. Like I booked lessons with a kissing instructor. Yeah. I've read a couple of books now. Yeah. I've been watching YouTube videos and have been practicing with my hand. You know, I was expecting some yeah. goofy reality TV. You know what I wasn't expecting? Girl from what the audience? I didn't. Well that but what i wasn't expecting is that he was going to come up and he's gonna say yeah i texted some of my exes and you know what my ex said you aren't a bad kisser you know it's just that you know your your guys's chemistry wasn't right and i was like you know what yes there are different styles but you my friend need to work on your kissing technique yeah this is your sign from god connor (laughs) that on a national television show where technically yes did she end it with you because of 
the ick, sure. But what has to be acknowledged is Katie's words, and the words were the kissing. And so that is your sign from the Lord that in some way the kissing needs to get worked on. And I don't care what your exes say because, first of all, I mean, if I've broken up with someone and they call me and they're like, was I a terrible kisser? I have a few thoughts. One, I sometimes don't remember anymore. I'm a little bit like, "Eh." also, like, it is a thing to be like, yeah, by the way, I know you're already down, but I'm going to kick you when you're still there and be like, yeah, you were a horrible (laughs) kisser. I would have a harder time doing that. I'd want to be honest with him. But I also can picture Connor being the the type of guy who he has an ex who goes, um, exactly. No, you know, I just like, you know, you were just wonderful. And like, it was a long time ago. I'm sure it was just the chemistry. And he doesn't pick up on the fact that that's her trying to be nice and not say that you're a bad kisser. And what he takes from it is that it's just the chemistry. And that, to me, was evident when this random girl from the audience. The mic'd girl from the audience? Yeah, exactly. The mic'd girl from the audience. But, like, what I was trying to figure out is, like, has he met her before? Like, is this someone? Stop it. There was a posted casting call that happened a little bit ago from Central Casting. Central Casting posted a thing that said, Hello, production is looking for a couple women who may be comfortable to speak on the show. Scenario would be as follows. One of the guy cast members was accused of being a bad kisser on the show. At the end of a segment with him, a young, attractive woman, possibly you, from the audience would stand up and say something to the effect of, I no. saw your kissing on this you? This is like, yeah, that's floating around. Yeah. I saw your kissing on the show. I think you're very cute, and I know that you're not a bad kisser, and I'd love to put that theory to the test right now. This woman would then either come down onto the stage to kiss the guy, or he would respectfully decline and perhaps accept a hug instead. They actually paid someone. They paid someone. And it was also, and also she's a, an LA girl who's like a singer songwriter. So like, you know, she's going to casting stuff. This is like her moment. Numerous of the guys now follow her from the show, which by the way, I think is kind of funny. Interesting. Um, also, <sighs> spoiler, had Question Connor mark? come back from Bachelor in Paradise at that point? I would assume yes. Okay, well then it's, it would, it would seem uh, no. Had he gone? I don't know when they filmed this. Because if he has gone to Bachelor in Paradise, it's like, okay, thank you guys. You just fully showed us that Connor clearly isn't with anybody because, I mean, I guess he could have kissed someone, but like yeah. in Bachelor world, that would have been a big no-no. And also he asked for her number afterwards. So that yeah. would have been like, a, okay, clearly. He's not dating, going to date someone and then be asking for someone's number, at least publicly. Okay, so I just Googled it. It was actually pretty... F- uh, okay, 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 okay. On Cosmo, it says... It basically was filmed about two weeks ago. So yeah, it would be after Paradise. Okay, so, so I, I'm guessing he's not with anyone. I'm just then. like, okay, but like also, okay, VIP spoiler. Like you're just going to have him like Mac with somebody and then like ask for her number afterwards. Yeah, he's What he should have done is decline to make it more mysterious. No, instead he showed that, yes, he is still a horrible kisser. Once again on national television. And this is why I say horrible kisser because like, <laughs> Someone out there might be like, damn, this is how I want my zaddy Connor to kiss me every time. I say horrible kisser just because I feel like there is some universal technique. One being pace yourself so the other person is not overwhelmed. You need ebb and flow. 
Yes. So I say just a general best practices kissing technique. Mm -hmm. Start out slow. Mm. Let her lead. Mm -hmm. Let's not do tongue in the first 30 to 60 seconds. Um, And if the other person wants that, I'm sure they'll you can then follow their lead mm-hmm. if 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 things are really getting hot and heavy. There's no ebb and flow. He goes right for the hair <sighs> grab. So intense. He did it with that girl. And then when she sits down and is like sitting in the hot seat with him, I was just like, this is so uncomfortable. So like bad. it was so bad. Now I do have to say, either Tasha and Caitlin are very are good actresses or they didn't prepare like this was a whole behind the scenes thing that like wasn't told. I can't see about that. because they looked they were like shock. in shock. Maybe they, they also thought they were thrown off. Maybe they thought that like he was just going to decline. decline. And so and then he like, went full oh, board. That's true. My God. That's true. That's true. I mean, but oh gosh, I just think the you know, the only moment about it I loved was was uh sweet andrew s like yelling in the background like yes my man you're doing it you're doing it like he was yelling something at him and ever all the guys were like connor like but i mean it was just super embarrassing it was painful it was super embarrassing yeah yeah i, I hated it anyway so that's that on connor yeah i'll leave him alone for now i mean you know you know that i have a there is a soft spot for me for Connor because I do think he's a sweet guy. But again, I think it's just that personality of the guy where it's like you 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 go too far with encouragement. Yes, it's like it's like yes. you go too far. Yes, someone gives you like a, like a little sliver. You of don't en- go far enough with the constructive criticism. Exactly, exactly. Someone gives you a crumb of encouragement, and you're just like yes, and you go, <laughs> you take it. You did that sweet, but you go too far, and you're like no, let's like. Let's look at all sides of the coin here and like also like evaluate the constructive criticism but not just like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But that might be a you know a nice life. See, just what- look at the positive. <laughs> to just take the positive and be just very unaware of the rest. And see, I just wanted to see an arc on Paradise where it's like he's like I know I need to practice my kissing. I know. And he's going around gathering tips from all the girls and maybe some of them will kiss him and show him how to kiss properly and he gets this huge character arc where he's now the best kisser on the on the, thought, on the beach. And I thought that that might happen when he <sighs> did leave Katie and he was very like, "Oh man, am I that bad of a kisser?" like and he was kind of joking and laughing about it. I was like, "Oh, we're going to have like we're going to have a good arc where he like acknowledges some of the errors and then you know but instead what i think we're gonna have is a man who nonstop plays the ukulele is making up songs every single night and then also kissing everybody oh well (laughs) oh well i wonder what his intro package is gonna be i still think it's gonna be like him like making out with a pineapple or something being like (gasps) for sure I feel like he has to have his ukulele though with him. Maybe he'll be making out with the ukulele. Just his <laughs> tongue in between the strings. <laughs> 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 That's so gross. Okay, right. some of the All other right. big moments. Okay. A few things. Mm-hmm. Um full chaos when Carl when the Carl piece got involved. When the men started talking about Carl, they were making me on Carl's side. I was, I, I definitely wasn't on Carl's side in this one because it was like, dude, like, 
the things that he was saying was wild. They were wild too, but it was just kind of like everybody just needs to like calm down. And Carl and then at some point like gets up out of his seat and like just goes over to like talk to Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Brendan needs to stop. Hey, Brendan. That's why I said Brendan was making me fucking team Carl. Brendan, we saw you for the show on two minutes. Understand. I know you're trying to have your BIP like audition moment, but you took over half of the half of the men tell all and we barely know who you are. Yeah, I wrote down Johnny Bravo coming at Cody for getting a haircut in the other party. He's like, you came in with your haircut. I'm like, excuse me, Mr. Quaff. I know, like, you're going to, yeah, you're going to give this guy a hard time. My guy. And, you know, for me, honestly, like, the one-time use of the term fake news is fine. But, like, the trigger for me, I'm like, like, stop with the fake news thing, dude. Just, that's enough stop i'm like this isn't even ironic anymore no no are you a full-on trumper i'm like i'm like this is this is just it's too much (laughs) okay so please stop you are like again there's just so many opinions now i get that at at a certain point then carl specifically came for brendan and said that brendan was there to get some like free food or whatever like (laughs) free ticket to the u.s and free beer (laughs) is what he said and it's just like my f- my favorite part of the Carl uh, confrontation was Courtney was when Carl was like, I told you guys, Thomas, <laughs> I told you, Thomas, Thomas, this Thomas, that, you know, when Carl was sitting watching the show and the week after he he's leaves, like, he sees it, Thomas, he's like, I knew it. And now I will act as if Thomas was the one. And then when they're like, you didn't know about Thomas, he's like, we had an, a bad energy. So I could tell. And you're like, dude, Carl, Carl he's such a liar, dude, he's such, he's a, such liar. a liar. But he was making me laugh. I know. That's why I was like, I was got a big team smile. Carl. But then Courtney just goes. Cordy just from like, Cordy hasn't said a word and Cordy from the side is just like, Carl, just stop. Like, I know for a fact you didn't know it was Thomas. Okay, so just stop. Okay, and just like, just the word from Courtney. I was like, thank you, Courtney. Now, you know who was bugging me during, you know who bugged me this, this whole thing? Actually, I guess not, not surprisingly, really, but Trey was really bugging. I when know, he like I was... stood up and was all fixing his suit in between Brendan and Carl saying, I was like, Okay, stop trying to, like, make yourself a thing. Make yourself a meme here. Stop. Yeah, there was moments where it was just like, and I, I couldn't gather from Trey's personality if he's like, you know, one of those people who tries to diffuse uncomfortable moments by then trying to be funny because it was getting super uncomfortable. I'm like, are you trying to diffuse it? I'm like, but just, like, let it. I like he was just, just trying to get be. his, like, little moment. It was just bugging me. Or when he was, like, um, when they were talking about Thomas and then he was just, like, but actually, they weren't even talking about Thomas when he brought this up. He brought it up out of kind of nowhere. He was just like, oh, and I want to say, Katie, whatever, like some guys, you know, as yeah. he said, everyone think, thinks about The Bachelor. There are lots of us who don't. I never thought about being The Bachelor. I thought about getting that first rose and showing that, like, I could put in my shot for a beautiful woman like you. And I'm like, I was oh like, OK, Trey, then, then you are the one exception to the rule. OK, but everybody else like that 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 was it was very unnecessary it was such like a not all in. men thing and i yeah, was just like just like Stop. no it's like we all know okay like it is ugh. yeah i i there were a few moments in there that i was just <laughs> there was there was another moment they're just all flying in my brain right now but when one moment that i got a good laugh out of was when um there was the confrontation started between Hunter and the mob boss. Uh. And then Thomas got brought up. And 
uh, you know, Hunter was saying like, hey, listen, like I tried to talk to Thomas and then Thomas, um, you know, I don't think he's a bad guy, but like the way that things kind of went down, it just wasn't good. And then Mob Boss goes, well, I don't, does anyone here think he's actually a bad guy? That's not what we're saying. And then Aaron goes, I think he's a bad guy. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up, Aaron. Dude, I love Aaron so much. It was just a, it was a mess. Aaron but you was know that too I live, for, but I live for Aaron. It was too much for me on this episode too, where he was just like, he said, I can't remember who he's yelling at, like Cody or somebody. He's like, and that's just, and he started like yelling at him like that. And I'm like, Aaron, you need to like, you I need know. to take a breather. But I do. I love Aaron so much. I cannot help it. I love him. And I, oh, was and much. when Katie called him Thomas. And then he's like, that's my mortal enemy. And I love that he called him his mortal enemy. I was like, you go for it. You go for it, Aaron. You do not use any sort of under-exaggerated terms. You call this man your mortal enemy. Oh, man. And Lord knows it's going to go down with Thomas and Aaron in BIP because there has already been back and forth on Instagram publicly between Thomas and Aaron since BIP has been filmed. So, you know, it's going to be a mess. We love it. Also, we got clarity on the Aaron Cody situation, which was basically just that Cody said, I'm going to be on his Instagram stories that like, I'm going to be famous in six months or something. Yeah. Shit. And so Aaron was like, and then also Aaron had said like, I've known him around town and he always rubbed me the wrong way. And there were things that happened. So it's like, yeah, exactly what we thought. They knew each other in the San Diego circle they probably had like, you know, a mutual friend who got broken up with whoever. They didn't like this. He probably flirted with someone's girl, da 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 da. And then he sees that on social media and he's like, I knew it. <laughs> You're scum. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there wasn't. But he said he said it was someone said it was uh was it Aaron? Someone Maybe it wasn't his post. I think he said, yeah, your and your post was disturbing. I was like, disturbing. All right. That's a bit of a stretch. But then I like how Cody was like, it wasn't in reference to the show. And you're like, OK, Cody, <laughs> you're you're going the Bachelorette in six months and you, He's man, like, you I was randomly, just manifesting and you randomly post. I'll be famous in six months. It's like, oh, my God, you guys, come on. Let's all just be real with each other here for a second. Like, let's be real. There was a lot of that going on where it was like. It just came out like a f it was it was Bach, it was mob boss Brendan, um like who to me came out like a cannon out of nowhere. Yeah. Where it was like I expected Aaron to be doing this because that's how we did on the show. You know, obviously Carl, like it was like okay, like you know, I thought Thomas was going to be really defensive. I actually thought we were going to see Thomas IRL. What happened exactly with that? No idea. We can talk about that in a second, <laughs> but. Brendan, who is who, and then Mob Boss, also who is who, were just like so intense. Loud and proud. And like, you're like, dude, you guys, like, chill. You guys are literally side characters and no one gives a shit about no. you on the show. Sorry. No. And, <laughs> but, you know, there were, again, we had the beautiful Courtney moment. We loved that. We love Courtney. Michael was lovely. I felt like Hunter did a really good job handling everything. I thought he did too. I have to send shout outs to Hunter. Like, he was getting heat. Mob boss was like being so mean. What was he calling him? Like Thomas 1.5 because he's like half the size. And then he said something else, which was bleeped out. And Hunter was kind of just like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, he acknowledged the things that he did that weren't good, but then was also like, but I really liked Katie. He was um, like, and he clarified, well, you know, the, the classic bachelor moment where he was like, yeah. So the difference was, someone at one point one of the one of the queens had asked you know are you in love 
with yeah. her and yes. she said and he said no and then was later asked are you falling in love and he said yes or he said how are you feeling he said i feel like i'm falling in love with her yes Okay, classic bachelor distinction. Classic bachelor distinction. And you know what? Hunter's a fan of the show, so he knows. Which I was only on for like 45 seconds, but Hunter was on a live with you the other day. Yes, he did do a live with me. And I have to say, he looked really cute in that live. Like, cuter than on the show. I have to do a big shout outs to Hunter, like, on his Insta stories. Wait, why was he on a live with you? Because I just did a live. I randomly hopped on live, and I was like, I'm bored and was watching, like, a show. And Hunter right away was in the comments on the live. Yes. Being like, hey, da, da, da. And so, you know, a lot of the broads watch, watching the live were like, get Hunter on the live. And so Hunter was like, sure, and popped on the live. And you, of course, right away, it was a conversation. We clarified this. This isn't an interview. It was a conversation. Just mm-hmm. chat. Um, And yeah, he's so sweet. And he's just like, he, he definitely let us know. He's like, love you ladies, but like, I'm a huge fan of the bros. And we're like, okay, we know wow. we, we, we <laughs> hurt, but okay. Um, no, he also had, he's a huge Love Island fan uh. and he had auditioned for Love Island too. And I was like, would you have preferred to go on Love Island? And he was like, I don't think I actually would have because of like my kids. And it's kind of a different energy uh. to the show. But he was talking about the Michael situation where he's like, when I had, was FaceTiming my kids, he's like, it was almost it was almost harder to be able to FaceTime them yeah. because then you're reminded of the situation. Mm, but I can imagine. Yeah. But we had other like, you know, chit chat besides and show stuff because, again, it was a conversation, not not an interview. Any, but we, we 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 love Hunter. What a what a sweet. And he looked he was looking hot. He was. Yeah, I thought he handled it uh, well. But he handled it. I thought he handled it well. Um, considering especially the chaos that was going on. So why wasn't Thomas there? I don't know. And honestly, screw you, ABC, because you really teased us that it was going to be this whole, this whole arc of like, we kept seeing Katie say something like, um, you know, something about being like a mean person or a bad person. There was a there was a moment and then we see Thomas and we kept seeing live footage of Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. And Thomas wasn't there. Was he still on the grounds in Bachelor in Paradise? Was he still there? Does he go far in BIP? Was there a crossover? Because I was I was taking note of the guys who were on stage and there were Certain guys missing. Anyone notable? Um, I don't think they would have done overlap with Paradise. Maybe not, but John, who, you know, sweet bartender John. True, who has been who, seen around with Katie. Who has been seen around with Katie, who was, by the way, who is on Bachelor in Paradise, yeah. was not there. And everyone seemed to love him. I was surprised that they didn't bring him. I don't know if Christian's going on Paradise. Uh, David, who a lot of people liked. You know, we didn't get to know David a ton. God, I don't know who Christian or David are. Don't remember either of them. We we loved both of them. <laughs> they were towards the top. But they were definitely like the fans were like loving on them. And I don't know if they're in paradise or not. Interesting. So Okay. I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe this maybe maybe Thomas was coming to us from it was also a very strangely curated background. So that was that's another part of me where I was like, I know, is this an ABC set? It did kind of feel like that, right? I I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. Weird. Um, And also the way that he was handling this interview and the way that Katie was handling him made me go. Is he going to have an arc in paradise? Yeah, it's possible. Because they really didn't give the men opportunity to come for him. 
he was very much like, I acknowledge this. I apologize. Da, 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 da. And she was like, I'm sorry if things I said were, you know, hurt you later. And it was just kind of this like cordial moment, even though we've heard her in interviews since like on Nick Vial's podcast, like coming for him, the guys are coming for him. And yet then we have this moment on the men tell all where it's very cordial and the men don't have the opportunity to say something. And I was like, this makes me think like they're trying to make him look good. Hmm. If he hmm. does have an arc in, in interesting, what if he's the next bachelor? <laughs> oh, what if up. he has this full arc in paradise and everyone's just like, he is our new bachelor. Speaking of which there, speaking of the potential new bachelor, I think the only thing we haven't talked about is Andrew. Yes. He got the bachelor edit and I got- he got the edit big time, big time, big time, big time. I'm not sold on Andrew. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I think, I think he would, I feel like Andrew, I think Andrew was very sweet. And I think we saw it during this, during the Mentel All, he was just very encouraging and he's a kind person. And I think he would actually be a really good bachelor, but I still don't feel like I really, I still look like, I don't feel like I know Andrew, like how we know Michael, for instance. And I don't know yeah. why that, why that is. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. I'm like very, there, there is something just like slightly throwing me off about Andrew where I'm like. Okay. I feel like I kind of said it before. I'm just kind of like, are you, are you like hiding something? I don't know if I'm, if I believe he's like fully actually wants a serious relationship right mm. now. I think he said something or he saw a clip on this mental all where he said something about like, and like, that's all I want. Like, all I want is like to, you know, find my wife. And I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't buy that. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And then of course he had to, of course, say, hello, my love. And the accent I'm just like, stop. Stop with the accents. Please stop with the accent. But, please, please never do the British accent well, again. But what we saw later, <sighs> yeah, during the bloopers, is that the bloopers revealed. And then after the blooper was shown, Andrew and Trey revealed that Greg was the one who was doing the accent around the house the whole time. They go, it was Greg. Greg was always. I don't know do- how I'm, I missed this. You missed the scene? Okay, so it's a clip. Oh, no. So it's a clip of Hunter, Greg, <laughs> Trey, and Andrew. And it's actually a hilarious clip. They're all having a grand time. And I have to say, in this moment, I go, Greg made me laugh. I had a moment. I was like, all right, I got to give okay. it to him. He was being funny. Okay. It was a be- It was a cute moment. And they were like, someone made a joke about something. And then they started like talking about in British accents. But it wasn't like, it was like a funny bit that they were doing. And then after, and and Greg was the one who was like going hard with it about his like martini glass. And he's just kind of like, I'm here today to talk about da-da-da. And he was doing a whole, sh- a whole thing. And then right after the clip ended, Andrew and Trey were like, dude, he's so funny. Like, yes, and or Greg was the one from night one who started going around talking in the British accent the whole time. He's like, they were like, every time before a rose ceremony, Greg would come out with his martini glass and clink it with a fork and just be like, it's time for us to gather together. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, actor Greg. <laughs> oh my God, I have to say some, one quick thing about Greg that I noted in the beginning. Greg, it's like showing the clip before Michael goes and talks to Katie and Greg says, they're talking about like hometowns yep and gray goes oh i think like my family's gonna see it all over my face yep and i was like 
Oh, yeah. You mean how you prepped your family when they come in to be like, Greg, we can just see you've never been so happy as right now with her. Or, okay, yes. Yes. And you know we both are on the same page. I think the date's going to go, I think the hometown is going to go really well. The best. The best out of all of them. Which, by the way, I loved the clip of Blake's mom and sister. And she was like, get your shit together. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm obsessed. Um, But I think it's going to go so well. But there's also then this part of me when when he said that where there was like this foreshadowing where I'm like, is it is it the opposite where they see his face and they're like, you don't seem happy. You don't seem like you're fully connected. And he's like, they're going to read it all over my face. Cut to them being like, you seem dead inside. <laughs> you just don't seem like you're <laughs> really intern. connecting. And you I remember seeing you with, you know. Camilla, I don't know, mm-hmm. random name, Camilla, and you seemed like there was so much light and love in your eyes, and you just feel very disconnected. Like, what if they're, what if that's the foreshadowing? That would be <laughs> hilarious. I would love to see that. Um, yeah, but but Andrew definitely got definitely got the got got the Bachelor edit. For Big sure. Bachelor edit. They really set up Michael and Andrew for potential Bachelors yeah. for us. But again, you never know because BIP is a lot of times the big determiner of who we are going to get and. There are some really wonderful men going to Bachelor in Paradise. And, you know, I'd love to, uh, I'm excited to see them on the beach and see what we're feeling, you know. But I think that was, I think that was pretty much it. I mean, it was the chaos. So it was, it's typical men tell all where it's like, I have no idea even how to break this down because it's just an absolute. I think we'd actually do good. This is maybe one, in my opinion, one of the better men tell all episodes because we kind of covered everything. We don't have to get into all their petty shit. I think, I think we covered the mass majority (laughs) of it. I think we covered the mass majority. Um, uh, Well, broads, again, Thank you so much for the support. Yeah. The merch, like we said, it is Woo! limited. The numbers, you know, certain things are selling out. So yeah, get there, it while there it lasts. are there are some products where it's like we bought out all the stock for yeah. like certain shirts and all that kind of thing. And so you're we not going to be able could, to get it again. We can't get it again. So um, that will be in the episode uh, notes. Uh, also, our live show. Also, there are only a few days left to vote for us to be nominated for the podcast choice awards. Oh my god! Um, for the best comedy podcast best female hosted podcast um we love you so much broad squad strong broad squad broad squad strong. strong um i don't know why squad all of a sudden sounded weird in my mouth squad. you know when there's a weird i'm like squad squad squad, squad i'm just sounding weird in my mouth um and be sure to tune in to our thursday episode oh my dude this thursday am, episode like we're about to I record am, it in an hour i am tingling right now i'm it's very excited i'm very excited we're like for okay. multiple okay. reasons. We're going to have a guest. I'll just like tease it out. We're going to have a guest that I may have mentioned in the past yes. couple months. Yes. Past month or so. Uh-huh. Month and a half. Uh-huh. Yeah. Someone from my past. Someone from Becca's but past. But then come to find out, like as we did a little digging, now he is living in now an interesting life. Mm-hmm. Has an interesting significant other. Uh-huh. Maybe a celebrity. Maybe. <laughs> so this is really like this episode is going to, I think, un- evolve and unfold in front of us. I don't think you want to miss it. I don't think you want to miss it either. We're going to have some great conversation. I can't wait. Okay. Chat soon. Chat soon, Rods. Chat soon, Rods.